Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Financial faith. When did God come through for you when you let go? Yes, you heard me correctly. We're going to meddle big time this morning. (laughs) Financial faith. Yes, it's a mouthful. And what was that second part? Yes, I did ask the question, when did God come through for you when you let go? If you were to join the circus and take up the flying trapeze, one of the first lessons that you'd have to learn is when to let go. Well, if you've been walking with God for very long financially, I'm sure you may have noticed, like me, (laughs) the similarity to this death-defying, high-flying adventure. The challenge is letting go. Do you really trust the catcher? So that's the question this morning. Do you recall a time when you let go and God caught you in such a way that you really still find it hard to believe or maybe you can't even feel like you you thanked him enough? Well, one way to thank him this morning would be to call us and share that story. You can testify to others that it will encourage them as well. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in, 866 866- three, four, and if you're digitally gifted, you can just type truth. And I have told this story before, but it bears repeating because personally, I've really yet to get over it. The same year that my, and this is my own example of when I let go and God caught me in a phenomenal way, the year that my son graduated from high school was also the same year, and it wasn't all that long ago, by the way, it was about five years ago was the same year that my wife and I lost everything financially. We seriously, (laughs) we lost our dealership, we lost our cars, we lost our house, we lost everything. And that's another story. You can find it in Lemon of a Car Life if you ever wonder what the story is behind us losing everything. But it happened to coincide with the same year that my son graduated from high school. And he was supposed to go to college. And his dream was that he was going to play Division I basketball. And he also wanted to go to a college that had a great broadcast. I don't know, maybe he wanted to chip off the old block. He wanted to, somebody that had a, he really wanted to be a sports broadcaster. So he was looking for a broadcast degree of some kind and the um, Division One basketball team. And, oh, we sent out letters. We sent here, there, and the other. And finally, like two weeks before enrollment, we get a letter back from the University of Northern Arizona which was a Division One basketball team. The coach was interested in looking at Robbie, felt like he could give him some playing time, and they had the major that he wanted, and so it just seemed like ka-ching. This was the perfect example for Robbie to live his dream, play Division One basketball and work on that broadcast degree. So my wife was like, we're what? We're taking our son, which, by the way, this was in <laughs> Flagstaff, Arizona, which is about 3,000 miles from here, <laughs> where we live. And my wife was like, you're taking us where? And we're doing what? We have no money. You've got to be kidding me. There's no way this college is going to be out-of-state tuition. We can't afford it. And I said, well, maybe they'll give Robbie a scholarship or God will provide a way. And I don't know how I knew. 
I'll never understand exactly what gave me this particular faith, but this particular time, I just felt God saying, Robbie, take him. This is his dream. This is going to be handled. So we drive all the way to northern Arizona. We get Robbie in there, and then we go to the financial place to see how we're going to pay for all this stuff while we're dropping off our son in Flagstaff, Arizona, 3,000 miles away. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, it's going to cost like $18,000. And we're like, whoa, well, we were hoping he'd get a scholarship, but that wasn't happening. So what are we going to do about this $18,000? Well, they said, you know, you can get a student loan. Well, we, of course, our credit had been crashed because of the dealership and all that. And we, they immediately told us there's no way in the world we can give you a student loan. And so we're sitting there, we've taken him 3,000 miles, we don't know how we're going to get a loan, I started thinking about COSA, I don't know what all I was thinking, but all I knew was that this was going to be worked out somehow. And my wife was very uneasy about it, I said, well, we'll just leave him here, and we'll drive back to North Carolina, and we'll figure it out. And my wife... She was like, you're what? I said, yeah, we're just going to leave him here. We're going to drive back to North Carolina, and God will provide. I don't know how. I just know he will because this is Robbie's dream, and I just feel like something's going to happen. So we drive all the way back to North Carolina. It takes, you know, a few days. And I, I really don't think I'll ever, ever forget this as long as I, like, I'll never get over it, and I'm so thankful I get to tell this story again because when we got back, we open up the mailbox, and there's a letter from the North Carolina Department of Revenue. Not usually a good thing, <laughs> and this is in September. <laughs> but we open up this letter from the North Carolina Department of Revenue, and there was a check to me for 18, not, not 17 and not 19, <laughs> but for $18,000, exactly the amount I needed, which what had happened actually is our office manager had paid back the taxes that she had stolen, or, you know, that she went to prison for, unfortunately. And when she paid that back, the state turned loose all this money of mine that they'd been holding on to, and they sent me a, che- a check. And there was Robbie's tuition money. But the truth is, in order for God to bless us, we had to let go. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. The question today is when. Did God come through for you? Because I know you can encourage other people. You can thank God for doing it. We want you to call us 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And by no coincidence, this is a Jesus Labor Love Saturday. And we are helping out single moms and widows in crisis. We get some amazing requests. Here's just one that we got this week. It says, I'm a 24-year-old, 5-year-old single mother recently separated with no help from my son's father. I currently have no job and live with my mother in a one-bedroom apartment. My mother is disabled and a cancer patient, so she can't help. The only family I have is a brother who died in 2007. I really need my car to find a job and get back in college. Those are the kind of things where God is helping out. It's unbelievable. And we're going to be talking to a church that's coming alongside. We got a couple churches coming alongside of us. We got Vic Hill, our lead guy on that. But we also have Bill Mixon here with us. And Bill, you got a question. Yes. I wanted our callers to call in and see who knows the answer to this question. We've got some beautiful motivational calendars to give out to those that get the answer right. There are two instances, at least two that I could think of, 
where you could turn in either a collision claim or a comprehensive claim. Now, generally, collision is a totally different coverage than comprehensive, but there are two instances I thought of this morning where you could have the same claim and either turn it in as a collision or as a comprehensive. So if anybody knows the answer to that, give us a call in this morning. All right, that's 866-34-TRUTH. And then by our, in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for it and tre- treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. This week, I was listening to the review and Renewing Your Mind with Dr. R.C. Sproul. And I heard a soundbite that I'm going to play, actually, when we come right out of the second segment that I want you to hear. They, they went out to people on the street, and they asked them, a simple question. If you died tonight and you were standing at the gates of heaven and God asked you, why should I let you in? What would be your answer? That's the question that they ask on the show. And as you might imagine, those answers are extremely disturbing. And I want to play that soundbite right after we come out of the second um this break that we're going to have here in a minute <laughs> right after we come out of this segment we're going to play this soundbite and you can hear some of these answers and what struck me as i listened to those answers was man these people were me not terribly long ago those answers that they gave sounded like something i would have said 23 years ago and so if that had been my answer i was thinking this morning hey i could share what I let go of, like our flying trapeze act. What did I let go of so God could catch me, not necessarily with financial faith, but in this time in saving faith. So what Dr. Sproul said in this program rang so true. If I died tonight and God asked me why he should let me into his kingdom, I would say, just kind of look at him and, you know, probably tremble. Like, well, you looked over me all my 17 years, and I've been nothing but good, so I have every right to be in there. I've probably disobeyed many, many commandments, but I don't really think that that should influence my behavior as a good person. But there are people out there that are worse than me. I mean, that might be the basis of my belief, is there's always someone worse, and you can't let it keep everyone up. If there is a heaven, you know, he will let me in. I'd have to say because I always did what I felt was right, and I always followed my own beliefs. All right, what would your answer be? We're going to go over that in our appraisal by the Real Black Book. we got George in Louisville. He's got to answer to Bill's question. And how about you? When did God come through for you? You call us. upon the Lord when did you have financial faith when did you let go and God came through for you that's what we're asking today on the Christian Car Guy show 866-34-TRUTH 866-348-7884 and as I mentioned coming up at the end of our show and our appraisal by the real black book what are some things that you perhaps had to let go of in order to get saving faith when you were asked if you were to be asked 
at the gates of heaven. Why should you be let in? Now, these were, I want to play this again, the soundbite from R.C. Sproul's show to this week. Um, he did this on January 31st. He went out on the street and he asked these people, if you were to try to get into heaven and you asked this question, here's what people on the street said. If I died tonight and God asked me why he should let me into his kingdom, I would say, I would just kind of look at him and you know, probably tremble. Like, well, you looked over me all my 17 years, and I've been nothing but good, so I have every right to be in there. I've probably disobeyed many, many commandments, but I don't really think that that should influence my behavior as a good person. But there are people out there that are worse than me. I mean, that might be the basis of my belief, is there's always someone worse, and he can't let it keep everyone out. If there is a heaven, you know, he will let me in. I'd have to say, because I always did what I felt was right, and I always followed my own beliefs. So... What I was saying is that really may have been my answer a few years ago. I'm a good person. Surely he'll let me in. I haven't murdered anybody. So, you know, if that's what you're thinking this morning, hey, I understand that all too well. But as I said, like our friend flying on the trapeze, I had to let go of some things before God could catch me. And what Dr. Sproul said in the program rang so true with me. I had to get two big understandings. I didn't understand God and I didn't understand myself. So I let go and God grasped my wrists and it's been a high flying death defying act ever since. What did I let go of? My misunderstandings about how to get to heaven. That's what we're going to talk about coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the real black book. Now, Bill asked this question and George in Louisville is calling in. Here you go, George. What is the answer to these two claims? Okay, my guess would be because in this area, we just experienced some tornadoes and stuff last year. Uh-huh. What if uh, a tornado blew your unoccupied vehicle into another one? Would that not be covered under either comprehensive or code? You know, that is a, a really, really wonderful, logical way to think through it, and I, I commend you. That did not even cross my mind. But no, my listeners that, are always smarter than in me, Bill. That, well, uh, <laughs> in that case, that would definitely be a comprehensive claim, which is a good thing because almost always your comprehensive deductible is lower and it generally does not make your rates go up higher. So in that case, the, the covered peril would be the tornado. And it's like, um, well, in any event, I really like your answer, but we still have room for a few more callers. All right. Thank you, George. God bless you. I appreciate you calling in so much today. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You may have another answer. We got more catalog. I mean, we got more of these uh, calendars to give away. 866-348-7884. Now, we're talking about the Jesus's Labor Love, free car repair for single moms and widows and there's some tremendous need out there, and what we have found, both Vic and I, he's our lead volunteer who's with us this morning, as well as Chris Jones, who's calling in from one of our new churches that has become affiliated with us, is I'm so excited because as, as these single moms and widows and families in crisis find a lot huger need than what we're usually in a position to fix them with, but also... Over 50% of the people that re- apply at the JesusLaborLove.com or apply at ChristianCarGuy.com for help through the Jesus Labor Love, over 50% of those folks don't have a church affiliation. So what I was really praying that God would help me to find a way to come alongside these folks, and one of the ways he's done that 
is through some of these new church affiliations that we have. And one of those is Chris Jones with City Church here in Winston-Salem. Welcome, Chris. Hey, Robbie. How are you? I am so blessed that this is really an opportunity for the church to to meet some other needs besides just their financial need, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I am... uh... I think I'm as as excited as you are that we get to be a part of this because um, you know if if this isn't what the church is called to do, I mean this should be the core responsibility, the the core act of the church is to meet people in crisis and meet their physical needs and introduce them to Jesus if they don't know him. Uh, so I'm very excited about the opportunity to be a part of this. Yeah, this is certainly Jesus with skin on, and yeah. Uh, for those of you who are not aware, we, we, the Lord has enabled us to repair nearly 200 cars in the last year. And in doing so, we are coming across a lot of folks with a lot of needs. And so we are asking, hey, get your church involved. Get somebody here from your church to contact me. You can go to christiancarguy.com. And like Chris's church, we would love to help refer these folks to you, not of course, if you can help with their financial need, that's great. But all these people need the church to come alongside them, right, Chris, to, to help them walk through and to become like a member of your Sunday school class or whatever so they'd have a whole support group around them. Exactly. And I don't want to discount either. Uh, these people absolutely need the, the Jesus Labor of Love Project and what we can offer them. Uh, but the reality is the local church needs to engage in these kind of things to be the church that God ordained us to be. Um, we cannot be missionaries without a mission. Uh, so if we ignore the mission that is right in front of us, we are losing some of the power of the church. And we as um, Christians who sometimes get comfortable need to be made uncomfortable by going into these situations where people are in crisis and uh, reminded that we all, but by the grace of God, will be in the same yeah, situation. Exactly. <laughs> you know, really? Me and you were talking about that the other day, that we, we need to stay connected to the desperation that most of us probably felt when we first came to Christ. And uh, this is a way that the Church can stay connected to the, to the mission field, keep that understanding of the grace of God that He's done for us, and also bring more people into the Kingdom of God by, by showing them the love that God has already shown us. That is so awesome, Chris. Thank you so much for calling in this morning. For your church out there at City Church, they meet at the Miller Park Center there here in Winston-Salem. God bless you, brother. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. We are talking about the Jesus's Labor Love Program, which is free car repair labor for single moms and widows, which, by the way, if you go to ChristianCarGuy.com or you go to me on Facebook, Christian Car Guy, you're going to see a list of all these repair centers that all take part in this. And, Vic, you're such a big part in getting all this done. We need people to support these repair centers, don't we? We sure do. Those that we have are doing a fantastic job. <coughs> Excuse me, Robbie. Got a little. Oh, that's all right. Right at the moment of truth. But right, one of the ways that you can really be involved in the Jesus Labor Love is go to ChristianCarGuy.com, find out who in your area is supporting this program and repairs, and take your car there and get it fixed. Because guess what? When you support those people, they're supporting the kingdom of God. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com, find out all about it. we got so many folks lined up for all sorts of stuff when we come back. Brian and Ramona.
Hold on to the promises. Jesus is alive. How about you? Financial faith. When did you let go so Jesus, God could catch you by the wrist? That's the question today. When did you let go? And you got caught. We've got Brian is in Durham. has been hanging on a long time for us with his story. Brian, I appreciate you calling in so much. What have you got for us? Um, I got to set the stage first. Please. I got four daughters, and they all go to Liberty. Oh, wow. And the first one had graduated, and the last one was still in the last month of high school, but she decided she was going to Liberty. We hadn't saved any money, so we had a pay-as-you-go system where the college comes right into your checking account and takes out the money for college. Right. So the kids are all close together. So when the number two child was in her last year, the last child was in her was starting. Wow! And we got our first uh, withdrawal of all of the last three kids, and it was two thirds of all I made. And I looked at my wife. I said, "This isn't going to work." And uh, so we we scrounged around. We we had a line of credit on the house. We weren't paying our mortgage. We were using the, the house to pay bills, and we still it, it wasn't going to cut it. So we did what Christians do. Uh, I remembered Hezekiah and the Assyrians and how the Assyrians sent a letter in, and, yeah. and he laid it on the altar. And from that, an angel of the Lord came, and, and you know the rest of the story. Well, my, my wife and I, we put the checking account statements on the coffee table. We, we prayed, and we said, Lord, it's not going to work. Well, my youngest had filled out all kinds of scholarships, she pulls in $13,000 worth of scholarship money. That, that fall, my number three daughter, now my first one was an RA, my second was an RA, my third was not. Out of nowhere, her RA quit. The college asked my daughter to be the RA. By the end of the year, the college is calling me saying, we owe you money, what account do you want to <laughs> I, I mean, I, Oh, my word. That is the way God works. And that is, Brian, you blessed my socks off today, buddy. Um, that's exactly how that, that's, that's the story of how when you let go, God somehow or another makes it work when it just seems impossible. What a that's testimony. Right. I am so glad that you shared that, which, by the way, will be podcast later today. It'll go on Jesus Daily. I'll make sure it goes on Jesus Daily uh, they have millions of fans that have an opportunity to hear that. Thank you, Brian. God bless you. All right. What a wonderful story. Man, that's what I was thinking. That you have. You have that same story down in you. You know, it. It. it it's, it's how God came through for you, and we need to hear it. It's, you're going to bless so many people. So many people out there right now struggling. They don't know how to let go. Give us a call so you can encourage them. 866 348 Seven eight eight four eight six six three four. Truth. Ramona's in Walnut Cove. She's got an answer to Bill's question. How do I get a comprehensive claim? And what's the what's it? What are the two things, Bill? Uh, a claim that could either go comprehensive or collision on your auto insurance. Hi. Hi, Ramona. Hi. Good morning. Uh, well, my husband and I both thought of the same thing. So maybe I don't know. <laughs> 
say you're driving along and, and you, you come into an area that's foggy and the road kind of dips a little bit and, and you really can't see ahead of yourself and you get caught in one of these chain accidents. There, there's been a few lately we've heard about where you, you, you can't see ahead of you and then a car behind you is, you know, pushes you into the car in front of you. And so that's what we both thought of, one of these chain type uh, reaction accidents where you're there's a whole line of you and you're just caught in in you know what do you think in the middle of that as an old old married guy i want to say it's always wonderful when you and your wife think the same thought at the same time (laughs) and i commend you both and i i like your logic and i certainly there's certainly occasions where that would be a wonderful answer but i promise you in all cases, if you collide <laughs> with somebody else, whether your vision quit working or the the paint spilled on the windshield or the <laughs> fog hit you, when you collide with another motor vehicle, it's going to be a collision. Okay. Collision. Oh, but, but we're still going to send out the guess. calendar. There's no doubt oh, about gosh. that, Ramona. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, can I share one other thing? Please. Uh, you just, it, I got inspired just listening to some of the other stories and, uh, We've been praying for this couple that uh, that have a lot of medical bills. Their two of their children uh, have a rare disease, and I just thought of something as I was listening to those stories. And we've been praying for this couple, and just in the last couple of days, she's been sharing some of her her really unbelievable uh, bills now that are piling up because of Obamacare. And um, she's been explaining some of it to us that, that, you know, we personally know on Facebook. And and it just came to me that, you know, I think we might be having in the future a lot of uh, astonishing stories from Christians that are going to come out about how God met their needs in spite of what's going to be unfolding in the next year or so with the implementation of the Affordable Health Care Act. You're exactly right, Ramona. Yeah. I'm absolutely certain. Thank you. God bless you. I appreciate you sharing And you that. too. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We got Steve is in Winston-Salem. He's got a story for us. How did God come through for you, Steve? We'd love to hear. Yes. I just wanted to say that uh, I have a brother that lives in Reno, and through the years, he'd ask for money, you know, 200 here, 400 there. And two years ago, he got a divorce, and then he lost his job, and then he um, was in the hospital with kidney failures and stuff, and was in the hospital for 33 days and all that kind of stuff. And he died December 28th. So, you know, I go, well, I know that my brother would never pay me back, but uh, last week, uh, company that he worked for for 10 years called up and said he had an insurance policy and that pays more than 10 times what I paid him in the last two or three years. Thank God. Well, for that's insurance. a bittersweet, um, situation, Steve. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm glad he's in heaven and stuff, you know, but, uh, he went through some trials and tribulations in the last two years, but, uh, he's in a better place. But I was just thinking, you know, how God blesses you for the insurance policy that, you know, he probably never even thought about, you know. And all of a sudden they called me up and I'm the only living relative he has. So. 
God blesses us in a special way. He really, really does, Steve. Thank you for sharing that, because I bet a lot of folks are out there right now going, well, you know, God's putting on my heart to help this person. Should I let go? And it's amazing how God will bless sometimes. Thank you so much for calling in, Steve. We want to hear your story. we got plenty of time. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Well, this appraisal by The Real Black Book. I want to get to this because it's really important. And we, we played this sound effect. I want to play it one more time that if you were to be asked right this minute, why should you be led into heaven? Here's what some people on the street said on R.C. Sproul's Renewing Your Mind show from January 31st. If I died tonight and God asked me why he should let me into his kingdom, I would say, I would just kind of look at him and, you know, probably tremble. Like, well, you looked over me all my 17 years and I've been nothing but good, so I have every right to be in there. I've probably disobeyed many, many commandments, but I don't really think that that should influence my behavior as a good person. But there are people out there that are worse than me. I mean, that might be the basis of my belief, is there's always someone worse, and he can't let it keep everyone out. If there is a heaven, you know, he will let me in. I'd have to say because I always did what I felt was right, and I always followed my own beliefs. So that may have been my answer a few years ago. That's what struck me was, wow, how amazing is it that God came through for me with some assurance on what do you say if you're asked what is the reason that you should be able to get into heaven. But like our friend on the flying trapeze, I had to let go of some things before God catch, could catch me. And what Dr. Sproul said in his program, it was just so true. He said there's two big misunderstandings. They don't understand God, and they don't understand themselves. And that was my problem. I didn't understand either. And so here are some things that I let go of in order to get that understanding. And Number one, I thought God graded on a curve, surely. <laughs> he didn't expect me to be perfect, right? That's what I thought, but I had to let go of that because it was only when I began reading the Bible I saw that the problem, it, you see it very quickly, the problem is smoting, right? God's killing Achan for stealing the devoted things. It, it, you know, Aaron's sons get turned into crispy critters because they offer the wrong incense, and all of a sudden I began to realize that God is really, really holy, and he has an unbelievably high standard. In fact, he does require perfection. And I never had any clue about that until I really began reading the Bible, and I really began to see what God's standard was. And so that was a real problem. The other problem was I didn't understand death. And this was an issue for me because when God said to Adam, if you eat the apple, you'll surely die, and he didn't die, I always thought, well, that's just not right. He didn't die. God said, if you eat it, you're going to die. What I didn't understand is he really did die the very moment he took a bite of the apple. The death that the Bible's referring to is a separation from God. And see, what I really didn't understand was that as soon as Adam bit into that thing, he was now separated from God because of his sin, and he could no longer stand in front of God because like Aaron's sons, if he wasn't holy and he stood in front of God, he'd be poofed into a crispy critter. So that Death came at the very second he ate the apple. Yeah, he died of physical causes later, but the spiritual death is the one that Adam died. So I didn't understand death. And I didn't understand that I inherited that from Adam, that because I was born of Adam, I got the same deal. I was born sinful. So what's up with that? If I'm sinful and I was born and I'm separated from God, I got a real problem. And my number four problem, 
that I had to let go of was why did Jesus have to die? I just reasoned that, you know, if God's God, he would make a better set of rules than then his son has to die for me to get to heaven. I mean, this just is not making sense. So that was the number four thing for me that I really had to let go of is why did Jesus have to die? Well, the truth is Jesus had to die to take away that sin that Adam had. But the most even unbelievable thing that R.C. Sproul pointed out, I find really unbelievably difficult to understand is how did he live 33 years sinless? And that sinless life gave him a righteousness that he could impart to me. Now, vacation Bible school, even a six or seven year old child comes to understand that all they need to do to to receive Christ and to be able to let go and let God is to do the ABCs. The ABCs are admit, believe, and confess. Admit that you're a sinner. Admit you got this problem. You got it with Adam, but then you continued on with it. And so if you admit that and then you believe that Jesus died for you, that you accept him into your life and you confess that to somebody, look, I've accepted Jesus. That's the C. If you go confess before men that Jesus saved you, you see, then all of a sudden you have the so-called Sunday school answer on how to get to heaven. But God's not going to judge your words when the moment comes. He's not going to sit there and go, well, Robbie had the answer right. <laughs> He's going to look at your heart. And is your heart going to cry out? When, they, when that question comes to you, why should you be let into heaven? It's not going to be your words. It's going to be your heart. And is your heart going to cry out? Jesus is in me. He died to cleanse me, and I have his white raiment of righteousness. Those are my wedding clothes. That's what will matter. You've got to let go of that trapeze of your own life, and you've got to grab hold. Well, actually, God will grab hold of you when you let go. It's going to be amazing. we got Andrea has been hanging on in Boone, Iowa forever. She's got a great story for us. Andrea, is, Hi. how did God come through for you? Well, uh, he laid it on my heart to be a missionary in Africa, and I had committed to that. It was a faith mission, which means you have to raise your own support to go. And I needed to raise about $7,000 just for outgoing costs, plus $1,500 a month for the next four years. And I decided to do it by faith alone and not make my financial needs known to anyone. And as I was going through the months and speaking at churches, and I was raising lots of prayer support, but I never shared my financial need and just trusted that God would provide. I only shared with a very small group of people that prayed specifically for that. And we were coming up on the time that I was at the deadline that the finances needed to be there, and I was in the single-digit percentiles, about 3 to 5% of what I needed in order to go. And I got a call from the mission board, and they said to me, you need, if you don't have it by Monday, then you can't go. Andrea, Andrea, and, I hate to, I hate to Andrea. I hate to cut yeah. you off right at this point, but this makes such a great tease coming into the next segment. It's unbelievable. So we're going to leave all our listeners with Andrea without any money. She's not going to make it to the mission field. What could happen? We're all going to find out. Because, <laughs> Andrea, can you, I hope you can hang on through the break. Sure can. Okay, good. When we come back, you're going to hear how did God come through for Andrea when she let go. You call us with yours, 866-34-TRUTH. I want to live like there's no tomorrow, love, like I'm on borrowed time. It's good to be, it's good to be alive. 
how about you? Don't you want to live like there's no tomorrow? And sometimes it takes financial faith to live like that. And we were talking with Andrea in Boone, Iowa. She was going to be a missionary to Africa, but the money wasn't coming together for her. And when we left our hero, Andrea, she was, the mission board was calling her saying, you don't have what it takes. Andrea, what happened? Well, first, I'm no hero. I wanted to share this story truly to God, offer praise to God. Um, the mission board called me, and, and they knew that I was doing it purely by faith and not making my financial needs known, and they counseled me against that. They said, you really need to do that. You can't go this way. You have to make your needs known. And I met with my group of, my small group of people who knew my needs and were, were praying for me, and, and we decided we had made this commitment to do it by faith and faith alone, and so we stuck with that. And it was an amazing weekend that hour by hour, it was it was just truly God pouring out his blessing. And hour by hour, my church had, had decided to support me weeks before, and they just had not gotten the letter together and, and told me officially. <laughs> and I had received emails, and I received letters. And by the end of the weekend, by Monday, when my mission board called me back, I was about at 85%, which was enough for them to give me the go-ahead to go to the orientation training and, and get started. And by the time that I was ready to leave for Kenya, I was at 100% and had everything that I needed. And not only did God provide the money, but in doing it this way, my mother also, I was really young at the time, and my mother was very much opposed. She didn't want her, her single young daughter going off to Africa for a few years. And when I told her this story and she saw how God provided, she said, I cannot deny it. This is God's will for you. And she gave me her full blessing. And so not only did he provide the finances that I needed by trusting in him and not taking it on myself to do it with, you know, right. telling you everyone what I needed. gave your mother what she needed. That yes, is, that is well. oh, wow. Andrea, I've got to have you. I need to, I'm going to put you on a hold so our producer will get your phone number because I've got another radio show I do called Mission Magazine that I would really love okay. to have you on. So I'm going to put you on hold, get your information. Meanwhile, we got Pa, is it Patrice? In Raleigh, are you with me? Yes. You got to go quick, Patrice, but I appreciate you calling in so much. Tell us your story. Just very quickly, just want to share back in 2007, uh, the company I was working for, Downsize, uh, God has just supernaturally provided for me. Uh, This is 2013, six years later. I'm doing fine. People were looking, is she going to lose her home? Is she going to lose anything? But instead of losing, God has provided supernaturally. Still in my home, I've started two businesses that are doing well, uh, about to complete my second degree, and I just bless God for all that he's done. And that when that door closed, he definitely opened others. And I am a divorced single mom, and I bless God. Oh, Patrice, thank you. And we bless God, too. <laughs> we bless you. That is, that is a great, great story. Thank you so much for calling in. That's what we Amen. needed to hear today. And what a chance yes. to testify. God bless you. I thank you so much, Patrice. Thank you. You have a great day. All right. Now, Bill, we've, we've got questions. You've got answers. You know, we're hoping that somebody will tell us, what in the world can you have a comprehensive and a collision plane? I'm thinking you're driving through a flood and all of a sudden you you go off the bridge no uh, deep water the, the driving the smoke <laughs> the main one is animal collision if you run into a deer or a dog or i've even seen a rabbit total a rabbit or antelope when they're playing or an antelope when they're playing if you run into an animal you have the choice to turn it either under comprehensive or collision 
The other slight possibility is if you collided with something and just broke glass, you've got glass breakage under your comprehensive coverage, and you could could do um, go that way on the claim. There you go. Well, we got one more story. We got Bob, my actual stepfather in Tennessee. Bob, you got to go quick because we, we don't have a lot of time, but I wanted to get you on. Yeah, Rob, uh, your, your mom and I were at Wits End. We were broke. We were back on the farm, and uh, we didn't know where how we were going to meet meet our mortgage payment. Uh, it was a cold winter's day when a fellow knocked on our door, and uh, we, we let him come in. He, he was dressed quite well, and he had a... Bob, you got to go quick because we got about 15 seconds, believe it or not. That's what it was. Okay. He handed us $1,000 to run his oil equipment over our farm. <laughs> wrote a check right on the spot. God's coming through for us. He'll come through for you. So thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guys show this week. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And how about letting go of the trapeze this week? It's a high-flying adventure, I'm telling you, to walk with God financially, but also trust Him with your life. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.